0: Believe it or not, Moe Drayton is still employed currently for the Green Bay Packers. Who quit their job better or would be sent away from their job better? Antonio Brown taking his shirt off, giving up the deuces, leaving MetLife? Or Mo Drayton knowing that his job was going to be done, so he sent 10 men out on the field instead of 11 in... The biggest play of the game when Robbie Gould was lining up for that game winning field goal.
1: Well, I heard that Mo Drayton thought he had to, you know, change some things up and obviously the rules say he couldn't use twelve players. So he went with ten. And he was like, Fine. <laughs> oh man. Well, we got, One
2: less really confuse him.
1: We got a message from our guy,
0: Eco Bugman, Carl. Good morning, Carl. He says, I wish Mo Drayton did pull an Antonio Brown after the block field goal. We might have won then. Hey, Carl. So. So, so they blocked the field goal earlier in the game. Then Mo Drayton says, I'm done with this. Takes his shirt off and leaves. Yeah. Then whoever would. Well, here's the thing, though, Carl. It's from the same stinky tree that everyone's been getting hired from. Someone else would have been in line. <laughs> from, what, how'd it go, Rowdy? Ron Zook to Sean Meninga to Sean Meninga to Mo Drayton. How'd that go uh, they, again? Dave wouldn't allow it. We went back to 2006. They kept. <laughs> it's like someone poisoned the water well. Many years ago, but we still keep dipping our cup into it. There's mm-hmm. a snake in my boot.
1: Yeah, so you already know if they do fire Mo and who's going to be hired. Just look to who's below him.
2: <laughs> yeah, who's the assistant?
0: Who's the, who's the most incompetent guy below him? You're hired. All right, Rowdy. You. Um, I've never coached before. Okay, you're in. Matt LaFleur was on the podium yesterday talking about how the 23 restricted and unrestricted free agents they have, they're going to try and keep as many as they can. Rowdy, you stayed up burning the midnight oil last night looking at the salary cap. What did you find?
1: Well, first off, I think we should go, who's going to be here next year? (laughs) Because there are a lot of free agents. Well, the quarterback room, technically, especially with uh, the news breaking that Kurt Benkert had a future contract already lined up with the Packers. The entire quarterback room, they'll be under contract next year. You look at the running backs, Aaron Jones, A.J. Dillon, uh, Kylan Hill, Patrick uh, Taylor, the entire running back room, that'll be intact as well. Hmm. But then receiver is where you really start to uh, look at it because obviously we know Devonte Adams, free agent, St. Brown, free agent, MVS, free agent. Randall Cobb is under contract, but he's a guy we'll talk about later. The only other receivers under contract are Amari Rogers and Jawan Winfrey. And if you remember from the end of the season where Jawan Winfrey caught like three uh, balls Mm -hmm. and he fumbled two of them, yeah, that's one of the other guys. So you you have Malik Taylor, who's an exclusive rights free agent, which means essentially they can sign him to a really cheap one-year deal if they wanted to bring him back. And Alan Lazard is a restricted free agent, so they can get him for cheaper if they wanted to bring him back. But still, that's your receiver room. Tight ends. Mercedes Lewis, one year left, but he could retire.
0: Tunyon. Was he 38,
1: 39, Mercedes? Tunyon, unrestricted free agent.
0: He's in a rascal scooter.
1: Deguara obviously has some years left, and Tyler Davis, who was their fifth-string fifth, fifth string, uh, tight end, he's under contract next year. Mm. And they, again, have an exclusive rights free agent deal if they want Dominic Daphne for one year super cheap. Mm. But, yes, your. Biggest name at tight end is a question mark. Offensive line is pretty set, though. Bakhtiari, Billy Turner, Elkin Jenkins, uh, Myers, Newman, Runyon. All those guys under contract. Yosh uh, Nyman. Neiman.
0: Yosh Nyman.
1: That guy's a restricted free agent, so they could get him for relatively cheap. But Patrick and Kelly are both free agents. Sure. Defensive line. Kenny Clark, Dean Lowry, TJ Slayton. Uh, All those guys under contract Chauncey Rivers, if they want him for super cheap, only guys that aren't free agents are Lancaster and Heflin, who they actually ended up cutting the last week of the year to make room for the Zid Darius Smiths. But then the linebacking crew, both Smith brothers have one year left. Gary, one more year. Summers, Garvin, Uh, majority of the linebackers are under contract outside of Devondre Campbell and Oren Burks. Two guys in Randy Ramsey and, and Chris Barnes, they have the exclusive rights free agency, so they could get them back for super cheap for a year. And then the secondary, everyone under contract except for Kevin King, Chandon Sullivan, Rasul Douglas, Isaac Yedem, and Henry Black, they can sign back with an exclusive rights free agency for super okay, cheap. Okay. But a lot of those guys are on the last year of their deal in the yeah. secondary. Yeah. And then the special teams. You have Mason Crosby for one more year. You have the long snapper for one more year. <laughs> but Bohorquez is also a free agent. Yeah, he's a free agent. So that being said, almost every position outside of quarterback, which Aaron Rodgers is the question mark, and running back, you have multiple guys that played probably pretty important roles that are either... Unrestricted free agents or restricted free agents.
0: The Packers are anywhere from thirty-seven million to forty-four million above the salary cap. They and are that's the, the second, second worst. worst. The Saints are the first worst. The
1: only team is the Saints, and they are by far, by far, the worst.
0: The options seem to be, uh, seem to be, returned to Green Bay and contract extension that significantly lowers for Roger. Okay, Rogers, uh, Rogers. Rodgers is the one that's currently more than forty-four uh, million. Let's see, no salary cap wise, Packers forty-four million above it. The options for Rodgers could be return to Green Bay on a contract extension that significantly lowers the salary cap number for twenty twenty-two, or have the Packers work a trade with another team, or Rodgers retires. Yeah, he's the biggest number.
1: So, so some of those players that are the huge numbers that you can cut. Aaron Rodgers, you talked about how he's making over forty-six million this Oof. upcoming year. <laughs> you cut him, you save twenty million dollars. I don't think they cut him. I think that's just insane. (laughs) That would be the stupidest thing. But some of the other players that you could potentially cut that are big money players Zadarius Smith. 15.3 Fifteen point three million that'll save you. Now,
0: RJ, you when, when Rowdy was gone a little bit, you and I were uh, on it, and Zadarius Smith on Instagram posted like thirty thousand times. Always coming back. Yeah. Did you did. see Zedaria Smith he called in? And he did call it Zedaria Smith. I th- I'm sure Rowdy saw it or you saw it uh, the yeah. other day on Instagram after the game. He said thank you, Green Bay. Yeah. Like kind of like a like a bye bye. I think
3: everybody involved there knows he's done. So Rowdy, Every is it
1: Darius day. Smith? Yep. $15.3 if yeah. you cut him, you're saving. Preston Smith, another huge hit. That's $12.7 million if you cut him. Mm-hmm. So just cutting the Smith brothers in general, you're saving $28 million. Alright, there's a little and dent. That's, that's a big dent in the 38 to $44 million. Yeah, But then on top of that, if you cut Amos, that's just under $8 million. Obviously, he's been a damn good player. Yeah, And then you have Randall Cobb, who's the guy that Aaron Rodgers was buddies with, wanted him to come in. But you remember when they uh, traded for him, part of that deal was the fact that the Texans were going to cover the majority of that salary. Well, starting next season, you're on the hook for $9.5 million, And if you cut them, you save six, almost $7 million. Then on top of that, you have two other guys that are I would say decently key pieces to the team this year that I don't even you can save some money by cutting them, but I don't know if it's worth it cuz mm-hmm. it's Dean Lowry and it's uh Billy Turner. They're two guys that are making Billy Turner is making 8.9 million dollars this year. If you cut them, you'll save 4.1 but you're eating that much you're eating yeah. more than you're saving and that's the same thing with Dean Lowry if you cut him he's worth almost 8 million dollars but if you cut him you're only saving four so you're really you're cutting and saving about the same amount i don't know if it's really worth getting rid of those guys maybe billy turner just because you have a deep offensive line. But, I mean, I, I personally, with how both of them played, I don't think it's worth getting rid of them to eat almost as much money yeah, as you're saving. Now, there are some guys that they can extend, which in theory would just kick more more contracts and down the what road. what they've been doing how many which, years now? Which is what they've been doing the last two years. <laughs> yeah. Jair Alexander, because he's in the last year of his deal. You also have uh, Savage, who... He's in the last year of his deal, but since he's a first, off
0: the field against the. Well, first, since he's a first-round
1: pick, they was. can pick up that fifth, uh, yeah. fifth-year option. So technically, he could have two more years, but you could sign him to an extension and save money, kicking the contract down the road. Mm-hmm. Rashawn Gary, same <laughs> thing with Savage. It was come on huge. He's got one more year left on his contract, but he also has that fifth-year option where you could extend him. And then the only other guys where you could technically extend them is Elkin Jenkins, who's in the last year of his deal. I think by all accounts, Packers would love to see him back. Now, he is coming off an ACL injury, but you could extend those four players and potentially kick more money down the road. And then these are the players where you could mess with their money and you know turn it into signing bonuses versus backloading now,
0: it. you did all of this without messing with Rodgers' money, right? Yes, this okay.
1: is without messing with Rodgers. So the people that you can mess with their money, backload it, turn it into signing bonuses where it would save you some money. Is it once again, Mason Crosby?
0: Well, yeah, mess with his money. He was, you
1: know, yeah. he's in his last year Mess with it. And then at at this point, you look at the rest of the roster. It's Kenny Clark, which the guy is already being paid pretty evenly over in general. It's a little under 21 for this upcoming year, a little over 21 in 2023. And then 20, uh 2024, it's 22 million. So he's one guy you could, I guess, mess with his money and backload it. Mm-hmm. David Bakhtiari, who you just already did that for yeah. last year, you could once again backload it even more, but this is what his contract looks like. Um, 20, almost 22.8 this upcoming year. 2023 moves to 26.2. 2024 is 30, almost 30.3 million. So you've already backloaded his quite a bit. Yeah. And the only other guy available that really you could do that for is Aaron Jones, who will make 8.9 million this upcoming year. But if you backload more of that...
0: And He sent a little sweetheart deal with the Packers.
1: Yeah, but if you backload that even more, 2023 is supposed to make over $19.2 million, and 2024 it's $15.2 million. So that's some big money already on his back, back end of his contracts. And that's just not messing with Aaron Rodgers. So you don't have a ton of options of messing with other people's money, no. extending players and cutting players. But you know who fits into all three categories where you can cut them, extend them, or mess with his money? Hoomst. Aaron Charles Rogers
0: and we're gonna talk about Aaron Charles Rogers after we talk to Grant Bills of the Wisco Sports Show yes. Rowdy we're gonna dive more into that you well done by the way I want to thank Grant Bills of the Wisco Sports Show for soldiering on and joining us today Grant you doing okay brother
4: yeah I'm, I'm doing okay I'm watching Sopranos and laying on the couch Ooh. Getting through today. have
0: you have you seen the Sopranos before
4: no, and I, this oh, is, this is fantastic, make, well, I don't know what you think about the show, I started it actually back in like April, I love and it. I just, I don't know, what? I, it's, it's, it's good, it's good, wow. but it's, it's taken work to get through it, I know, that's kind of an uncomfortable. What do you want, season one?
1: Was this one of those where you went into it, and everybody's just like,
2: ah, it's so great, and it's not living up to that expectation? Um,
4: it's very good, but God, like, it's so long, I'm at the end of season five, and I just, oh. it's, it's good, but I, I just feel like it's. I don't know. I've seen these characters for like seasons and seasons now, and I'm just kind of waiting to see where this ultimately goes.
0: Well, uh, uh, spoiler alert! At the end, they all get gabagool, and it's all good.
4: Yeah, yeah. I heard the the finale is kind of interesting. It's all gabagool.
0: How about Adriana though? Grandpa's oof though. Is that Chrissy's? That's Chrissy's girlfriend.
4: Yeah. Yeah. Mm,
0: mm, Yeah. mm, I would love to be the FBI agent watching her, Adriana. All right, Grant, so I was uh, driving into work this morning and I was thinking of a Twitter poll and it was going to be a yes or no thing, but then I thought I had Grant Bills on today and it made me change the Twitter poll. So uh, first it was going to be, do you want Aaron Rodgers back, yes or no? I thought, yeah, I, I got Grant Bills on, I got to change it a little bit. So the Twitter poll yeah. is, Packer fans, do you want Aaron Rodgers back, if not, why? And there's three options. Yes, I want him back. Or no, I don't want him back because of his on-field issues. Or no, I don't want him back because of his off issues. Field issues. What would Grant Bills of the Whisker Sports Show vote?
4: Mm-hmm. well, if we want Rogers back next year, I think we need to recognize that the team's not gonna be as good, right? Like I I so if they bring Rogers back, there's gonna be a lot of guys who aren't here. And most Rodgers want to take pay cut, which I, I kinda of hope he gets asked about because he says he doesn't want to be on a rebuilding team. He says he likes being in Green Bay or so we think. So take a pay cut. Like if it's gonna be your last year or two in Green Bay. And you don't want to do a rebuild then take a pay cut. So that's an option for him too. I just, I don't know, Evo, this is kind of where I stand. If they weren't going to do it this year, then when are they going to do it? Like everything kind of lined up for him. I know they dealt with injuries, but they hit on Devondre Campbell, who is an all pro who cost him like literal pennies on the dollar. Rasul Douglas was great. Whitney Merciless was able to come back at the end of the year. And I just, I know they dealt with injuries, but but I don't see a way in which they bring Rogers back next year. And the supporting cast is as good or better. So I guess I don't really know where they move forward in terms of trying to win a Super Bowl if Rodgers is on the team next year.
0: So would Grant Bills vote, I don't want him back, because of his on-field issues or his off-field okay. issues? Then? Um, I, made this well, poll, I made this poll specifically yeah. for you today.
4: I mean, his off-field issues or, or whatever, I, I think weirdly, like his pers- and they're not issues, it's just his personality. I think his personality that we've seen over the last year or two maybe reflects some of his deficiencies in the way he plays a little bit, like on the final play of the game. That was designed to go to Al Mazard. Al Mazard was wide open, and I don't know if Rodgers ignored that, if Rodgers panicked in the moment, or Rodgers just thought, you know what, I want to go to Devontae Adams anyways. And I, I don't know, it was very hard. And that was because
0: of his off-field
4: <laughs> issues? I, I just think oh, Rodgers likes to be the smartest guy in the room. And if Matt LaFleur says this play is going to work, he'll be open. I think part of Aaron Rodgers. Kind of thinks. Well, actually, no. I want to go to Adams because that's what I think will work.
0: So his off um, his. I'm, I'm just being, trying to get this clear. His off field I issues know. go into his on field issues.
4: I think maybe the more he's talked and the more we've learned about him in the last year and kind of the way he picks and the way he operates, maybe gives us a little bit of an insight into maybe. Why he comes up short on the field so sometimes? Would, maybe. Would you maybe, say maybe he just didn't see Lazard, or maybe he heard the play call wrong, or, or whatever? Would you but say I, it would would, be,
0: would you say it would behoove Aaron Rodgers to essentially just shut up and throw the ball? No. No.
4: No. no I'm not a shut up and dribble guy. Oh. Um, oh. Okay. That would be that would be very hypocritical. I've seen some you, inter-
0: so the likes equal endorsements for Grant Bills at all on the Twitter account. Um.
4: I don't know that likes really mean anything. It's just I'm scrolling and I laugh at something. Or I saw somewhere I know, it's like you would never, like you'd you'd
0: never cheer for Rodgers again if he was on the team. I think Bart Winkler tweeted that out.
4: Did I? That's Cap. I wouldn't have liked something like that. If oh, on
0: the I, team. Your, I check your likes out sometimes and I just kind of cringe a little bit, but that's fine. Different, different Twitter
4: accounts for different folks, you know, Grant? different folks for different strokes. So or different I was strokes just
0: curious if you folks. were a shut up and throw the ball kind of guy for Aaron Rodgers. That's where I was. No,
4: curious. I I think Cuz
0: I didn't, really I didn't know if you're a big Laura that. I didn't know if you're a big Laura Ingram fan or not when she said it to LeBron James in 2018.
4: No, 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 no. no. Um I, I think we like when athletes are open. We like getting to know them and I think we need to I think we need to understand that all athletes are different. Like, they're not going to fit in mold. So if we like some athletes being active and being open, like, we got to, you know, we got to accept that for all athletes. The thing with Rogers that kind of bugs me that's maybe related to his off-field, you're saying issues. I don't think they're issues. I just think it's personality. personality. It's like, look, if you're going to kind of be a needy guy starting all the way back in April, right, the organization needs to do this. Get me Randall Cobb, right? I'm, I'm being victimized in this way. I'm being let down in this way. Like, you got to show up. And he didn't really show up and play all that well in the playoffs. He looked cold. He looked old. He looked like Favre. So in co- two thousand seven. And with the we were talking really quickly about, about the Biden thing yesterday and I I do yeah,
0: really so, so if, if, if Aaron Rodgers doesn't essentially call Joe Biden an invalid, they win yeah. that game?
4: No, no, no. Well, here's the a Because you it's, said, I knew, all,
0: I knew they'd lose the second this was published, the most predictable yeah. thing ever, and then you quoted yeah. Aaron Rodgers basically saying Biden's a clown.
4: Let's, let's talk about that. First of all, I don't, I don't necessarily disagree with what Rodgers saying. Biden's so old, and it kind of sucks that he's our no, president. Like I'm just saying that – no, no, no. Wish...
0: No, not Biden, but just if Rogers doesn't say that, do the Packers then win, in your opinion?
4: No. When, it, when that was released, I thought, oh, God. Like, just, we so got a couple sh- weeks left in the season. Sh- just shut keep up it buttoned up. Eh, see, now you're putting words in my mouth. Just tr- Don't make headlines. Just don't make headlines going into games. So it's not about shutting up about playing. Get fo- I don't know. Get focused. Right? Well, why are we doing long interviews when we're going on The Last Dance? So, when we have like it's it's two and a half weeks left, just just keep it buttoned up until then. Stay focused on football. So maybe in so this a is a con- more this is a more polite thing to shut up and throw. This is a more polite this, this is a more polite
0: way to say shut up and throw.
4: Yeah, um, I just when that came out, I just got bad vibes because that just seems like something that would come back <laughs> around, and then obviously people were all over him on Twitter. But when I don't know, man, it's it's a day before playoff game. Uh, just, yeah, so I don't just know. Just shut your mouth feeling. and don't talk about it. Going into a playoff game, yeah, yeah. Don't Actually, don't kind
0: of, yeah. don't use your platform for anything besides you know, the playoff game. Grant, you were at the Pfizer forum for Kings <laughs> yeah. Bucks. At least how'd that go for you, buddy? Because I know you're a Kings fan second, but the Bucks got a win. No yeah. Giannis. What was that like?
4: It was really cool to watch Chris Middleton just smooth as butter. score 34. I, I just I don't know. He's he's just. We don't talk about him. And I know, you know, he's gotten a little bit better every year. And we didn't all love Chris Middleton four years ago, but he's just smooth. He's fun to watch. It was really cool being at Fiserv Forum. There were so many Tyrese Halliburton jerseys. And he got a nice round of applause because he's from Oshkosh. And I think there are a lot of Halliburton jerseys. Did you wear a Kings jersey? No, I didn't wear it. I, I have a couple of Kings things. I I didn't do that. No, I wore my Bucks sweatshirt. But. Okay, good. I was, was, I, was cool. I was
0: nervous about you if you were wearing your uh, Kings jersey.
4: I have a. By the way, I have there a Kings. There were a lot of. I think there were a lot of Halbert shirts just because there's a lot of people. I have a Kings Mike States Bibby away jersey. BTW. Oh God, that's sick. I would I would love a Halbert shirt. It, it was cool to watch the Bucks, and it, it worked out okay because um, we were at a bar watching the Packer game by the middle of the second quarter. And I, and I went to get a drink, so I saw the opening touchdown drive, too. So I, I really didn't miss much of anything.
0: So you, when you were in Milwaukee, Grant, obviously uh, saw the Bucks win. And then what was it like? Because you, you spent the night in Milwaukee, correct? Yeah, when the Packers when that when that field goal was in the air, and there's only ten guys on the field for the special teams unit, which I can't believe Mo Drayton's still employed. But, but Grant, when the ball went through and Robbie Gold got the winner, what went through the mind of Grant Bills in Milwaukee? He was like, "I'm going to drink to forget. I'm gonna like what was what was going on in Milwaukee for you?"
4: Well, to be honest, I like I was I was pretty I wasn't far gone at that point. But I mean, I'd been with my friends and we have been drinking all day. Um, I, I think when the game ended. You just, like, you just almost had to laugh. Not because it's, well, it is kind of funny. Like, of, co- of course. Like, we're just sitting there like, they really did lose that game, right? And then the next day you're sad about it when you wake up. In the mo- it's, it's been the same thing every year, right? They lose the playoff game. And then in the moment, you're like, I can't, you're almost laughing. You laugh to keep from crying, right? And then the next day you wake up, and the first thing you think of is, oh, yeah, the Packers got eliminated yesterday. That's depressing. And then the day after that, which is normally Monday for me, then the anger really sets in. <laughs> and that was kind of on yesterday's show. A little bit. I I'm, I I'm, still not, I'm still
0: a- mad a- about it. Rowdy's at peace at, with RJ said he's at peace. I'm still pissed.
4: Well, I mean, it's... I mean, Evo, this is what I kept saying on my show. Put it really simply. I, I won't ramble here. Y- your offense started the game up 7 to nothing, and your defense only allowed six points, and you were at home, and it was snowing, and you lost. Like, <laughs> like come on, you know? Like, you almost have to laugh at that. Like, how do you find a way to lose that game? Mm.
0: Well, it's cuz you talked politics before today. That's why. Day before.
4: See, now you're now you're taking my words and no, you're No, I know, no, no. I know. No, no. Okay,
0: I want to I, I want to would... bridge the gap here. What's your favorite John Mayer song again? Give me a deep cut.
4: What's my fa- Oh, what's my favorite John Mayer song?
0: Yeah. I want to play it. For I have been
4: listening to a lot of Born and Raised recently. I really like the song Queen of California. A lot of good songs. If I ever get around to living, excellent track.
0: Uh, we'll do um, Queen of California for you cuz that's uh I think that's fitting for you. Um, Pills.
2: Yeah. <laughs>
4: Well done, <laughs> John Mayer.
0: Um, ooh, with a cap. He's on? a
1: wild blue guy. Oh, I like the look Great, yeah. Man, man you Stop should grow on. your hair
0: out. Like you should grow your hair out like John Mayer in this v- music video.
3: I think I know, good have long hair.
4: hair. Otherwise, I would throw it out. But it just looks kind of dopey. I I went like a year without cutting it. I I could have had a man bun last year. I just never put it in a man <laughs> bun, and then it, it I I really called weird. it a samurai when I had it. Yeah, it's just, I, if I had curly hair like John May, sure, then maybe. Well, they I'd have hair out.
5: curlers. You know what I said
1: to Ibo when he kept talking about seven. his long hair and I was a samurai and it, I was it like definitely was samurai. I told him to shut up and cut it. <laughs> 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 my,
0: my wife looked at me, Grant, and she goes, I can't look at you anymore. You need to cut your hair.
4: I was like uh, the, I was like the yeah. last
0: samurai, Tom Cruise. Tom
4: Cruise. My mom hated when my hair was down to my shoulders. So every time I came home, she was like, that just looks horrendous. Grant,
0: Grant, what do we got coming up on your uh, your award-winning, beautiful program, The Whistler Sports Show tonight, my friend.
4: Well, here's what's messed up, is I was supposed to take a oh, vacation yeah, day. I was supposed to, me and my lady were going to go to Minneapolis and Ooh. see a little show on First Ave tonight, but now we both have food poisoning, oh, so no. I'm spending my vacation day. How, how does that work? You, you're a hardworking professional, man. Can I now switch this vacation day to a sick day and save this vacation day for a different time? I don't know. I, yeah. really, I, I never, feel like I'm getting
0: never,
1: jobs never, here. I never really, really take vacation I'd say, days, I'd but i yes. say yes. Yeah, you can bank that. And if it turns out it... Becomes a vacation day again, just don't post pictures. Yeah. Just don't check <laughs> Thank you, RJ. Grant, well,
0: feel better, brother, and thanks for uh, hopping on today, fighting off the sickness. We're glad you uh, could come on and entertain the masses and then, you know, come out with a little John Mayer, too. I love it.
4: No, this has been the best part of my last 24 hours. So thank you guys for, for giving me a call. This <laughs> All right, here. back to the bathroom,
0: Grant Bills. We love you, buddy.
4: Yeah, talk to you too.
0: That was the politest shut up and throw the ball I've ever heard from Grand Pills. Life is back on sports bettors and BetUS has your NBA, NHL, NBA, UFC, PGA, and yes, NFL betting lines up for their 27th year and live betting on all of it. Log in to betus.com or call 800-792-3887. That's 800-79 betus. BetUS for 125% bonuses with the promo code thezone125. You bet, you win. You get paid. BetUS.com.
6: And that's five sacks for this defense in each of the last three games, and it's blocked. Up into the air and spinning inside
4: the 10. Picked up and a touchdown. Hafanga got the return for the touchdown after the block by Jordan Willis and the special teams. It's been a problem for Green Bay all season long breaks down
6: here with under five to go and we're an extra point away from a tie game wow here they come and there's the hand on it by Willis Number 94, he's able to get right through the middle. What a job by him. And then Hufanga is able to pick it up and score. Kicking game is what we talked about coming in. And the kicking game just knotted this thing up.
7: You could argue that was the difference in the game. But I think it was more than just that play. I don't know exactly what happened. I'll have to go back and take a look at the tape. But, you know, we've had we had two blocks in this game. And that obviously, it was played a big part in us coming up short.
0: I unbelievable it's it hurts and pains me to relive it but i got to and not a better way to do it than the sultry voice of our guy mike clemens good morning mike how are you pal nice uh, you know i've i'm on cloud nine mike I'm, we were talking about the no. five stages of grief right now i'm in the anger stage still i think how, how are you uh, fine fine <laughs> I, I,
5: I think it's to be expected because mm. um you had you had a good roster man you really had a good roster and you were getting guys back. And, and so there was, there was all kinds of things in favor for this Packers team to, in fact, get to Los Angeles in a couple of weeks. And Kyle Shanahan's got this hard-hitting team that James Jones you know, talked about on Bill's show that well, these guys are the hardest-hitting team in the NFL, and you have to be careful with these guys. And they started getting some of their guys back and they, you know, they came from behind and put a whipping on on the Rams, who dominated the Buccaneers the other night. I mean, what does that say about what the 49ers are doing and how they're answering the bell right now? And so Kyle Shanahan is looking at this game last week, a week ago today, in Santa Clara, and he's saying, "Okay, I got a quarterback with a torn ligament in the, the thumb of his throwing hand, and now I'm being told he's also got a sore shoulder, a slight." sprain in the throwing shoulder. So let's look at what, what can work for us. What, how can we flip the game in the cold in Green Bay on a Saturday night? And, well, everybody knows, they know that the Packers have struggled on special teams. So he goes to his special teams coordinator, veteran guy, Richard Hightower, and says, you know, can you find some flaws in the Packers, Packers special teams? We can roll the dice and, and, and take a shot at this game at Lambeau
6: uh yeah we I mean Richard did a hell of a job. It was a big game. Uh, I know they've had some adversity here over the second half of the season and um and we we said it on um on Tuesday when we started we we thought uh, our special teams had an advantage in this game and thought we thought they had an opportunity to possibly win us the game. Um, we'd be able to say that and um to actually come to fruition. And those guys pulled that off was huge for those guys and huge for our team.
0: It was like the worst kept secret, Mike like water is wet, and the Packers special team sucks
5: yeah. Yeah. And the sky's blue. I mean, and, and you know, San Francisco's down 10-3. to 3. They've trailed the whole game. It's now midway through the fourth quarter. And they go about, uh, I don't know, 10 to 12 plays or so. They get down to the Green Bay 19, and they try and run uh, Mitchell, the rookie, Elijah Mitchell, up the middle. And Rashawn Gary stops him, along with Devondre Campbell. And it's Packers ball first and 10 from the 21. And, the, and Aaron Jones runs up the middle for a couple yards. Rodgers throws an incomplete pass to Devontae Adams, and then he gets sacked mm. for like the fifth time of the game. Aaron Rodgers got sacked uh, five times. He got hit six times. I mean, the, the 49ers, you know, even with some of the injuries they've had on their defensive line, guys on IR, they were still a, a tough, tough defensive front to deal with. And so Shanahan was asked, you know, when you couldn't convert on that fourth and one, you know, down at the Green Bay 19, did you think the game was over then?
6: No, I was thinking that there's six minutes and um, I hope we get the ball back and we get another chance. I mean, there was there was some decisions there. Um, I was thinking, you know, if we kicked it, you know, you're we still going to need four points to come back. So we're going to have to score a touchdown regardless. Um, so I was hoping we could get it there um you know that looked i couldn't tell what happened but they blew up they blew it up it looked like we got cut off in the d-gap and uh the rundown looked like it had much of a chance and i'm just i think they went three and out no the block punt was next right yeah and so that was our plan and that was the best way to get a touchdown and um but very fortunate and happy to get this one
0: mike i'm having like flashback and nightmares and it's just this is mm.
5: scoring block punt on two break right god so so, you know, the Packers play right into this. There's Corey Bohorquez deep in his own territory. They've been looking at this all week. And the Packers have got this new long snapper they've had, you know, for like the last eight, nine weeks, about the time they got rid of J.K. Scott, Hunter Bradley, a draft pick from a couple of years ago. And this Stephen Wortel guy, they liked him. Why? Because of the way he snapped, that he could snap that ball with the strings up. He's a guy who's worked with Patrick Manley. You know, the Packers don't actually have a guy in the staff with 20 coaches and all those players that's really good at, at long snapping. And they got a guy out of the, that's been in the Chicago area that has learned from a former bear on the art of snapping a football. He's actually, uh, you know, came in as a receiver in hmm. college at Iowa State. He's 225 pounds. He's not very big. So what do the 49ers do? Let's take this Jordan Willis guy who was once drafted, I think, by the Bengals, a little time with the Jets. Um, the 49ers signed him out of desperation a year ago when Bosa went down with his ACL because they needed more help on the defensive line. He got a PED charge. He had Oops. to sit out six games. He's not a very good player, you know, 28 <laughs> years old. But you know what? He's six foot four and 275 pounds. He's got 50 pounds on your center. And the Packers... They don't have guards next to this long snapper, this small, skinny long snapper. The They they put in defenders to help with their poor coverage. They put in Orn Burks and linebacker Chris Barnes. Those are the quote-unquote guards. And those guys are already like releasing. And Henry Black is supposed to be the protector, you know, like the halfback. He's not even looking. The ball is snapped, and he's already downfield working in coverage. He didn't even look for this Willis who came right up the middle, over the a gap, over the center, one on one, the kid gets his big hands in the air, blocks that punt. It sits there in the snow for like two or three seconds. I couldn't, under, I didn't understand from the press box, like this is like suspended in time. The ball's on the ground, and everyone's standing around. Then I'll call. All of a sudden, a couple of the forty nine ers safeties go, "Oh, there it is." What turned out is that half the players they all hurt the they all hurt the block. Yeah. They just don't know in that driving stone. Where did the ball go? It went straight well, up and off to the right.
0: I think what happened, Mike, is they always standing around and they realized, you know what, we are really this bad. It,
5: uh, <laughs> reality hit them right then. And yeah, all. yeah. Uh, the game, uh, the, this game has like, got yeah. Down we to, do this, suck. This flop. We do stink. Yeah, and and all of a sudden now you got a tie football Ugh. game. So uh, that's <clears throat> about a year ago. I'm sick. With when 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 Lafleur went through it, and you know, when Fleur first came to Green Bay, there's a there's a special teams coordinator he wanted out of the Saints, but they were paying him too much. Packers weren't going to budget any more money for that position, so he go had to get Sean Menenga out of the Browns, a guy I think that Mike Pettin had um, had referred. Okay, and Mo Drayton was his assistant. <sighs> so about a year ago, you know Rob Reichel, you've had him on your yeah, hey, we had right? Robbie
0: yesterday, love him
5: Thursday. Okay, so I, you know, I, Rob and I asked was they were going to play the Bears and Cordell Patterson, who's a threat, you know, and the Bears gashed the Packers at Lambeau this year. Remember the ninety-seven yard return mm-hmm. that they had? Um, we asked Lafleur a couple of questions about special teams. Mike Clemens. Hey Matt, regarding special teams kick coverage, you know, we watched Devin Hester so many years. I swear that guy got to the point where he could pause a second, pick his lane, and then use that speed. Do you see a method to what Cordell is doing, or? Why they've had that success on returns?
7: I, uh, I mean, yeah, he's he's just he's elite. He's so big. He's strong. He's physical. I think they've got a um, a lot of good players on their special teams units.
1: Rob Rachel, hey Matt, have
3: you
4: guys hit a point uh, where yeah. you might need to step in and and try to help on special teams? And it, I guess is that something you'd feel you have enough knowledge to help with?
7: Yeah, I wouldn't say uh, special teams is is my. <laughs> expertise by any stretch but uh it's it's more or less just making sure that uh you know our players are doing what what they're asked to do and then they go out there and execute and we've had a a very a lot of different bodies in there on teams and so just getting guys up to speed making sure their their assignments sound you know that's that's never an easy job when you just have a revolving door back there
0: so Matt Lafleur admits that, and good on you for and Robbie for asking those questions. But Matt Lafleur admits that he doesn't have the specialty in you know doing special teams yet. He keeps hiring from within from a guy who was fired yeah. before.
5: He's a quarterback guy, you know. He knows footwork of quarterbacks. He knows offenses. He knows all the techniques receivers should use to you know to uh, you know have late hands and all that kind of stuff. Doesn't know much about special teams. And and maybe to his defense, maybe the Packers need to spend more money, yeah, on hiring one of these. You know, top five coordinators, because this was the point that, that Reichel and I were making a year ago. You're going to need to improve. You, especially if Rogers is done this year, and we thought that might be last year. You need all the field position you can get for a young Jordan Love. Now, Bill Belichick. Oh, Billy. Well, you know, the, the, the Godfather of NFL coaching. He was asked at a presser. You know, usually he's got such short answers, and I think he did this just to show off. A guy asked him you know, long snapper, you know, you're making these roster decisions. How come you just can't have your regular snapper line up and, and long snap? And, and here was Belichick's answer.
4: Can't you just cross-train a few guys to do long snapping and then use, have more flexibility with that roster spot?
3: Yeah, well, you know, uh, Ben, it's, it's an interesting conversation one that's really, um, uh, I would say, honestly, during the course of my coaching career has kind of traveled that that long and winding road first of all there were no long snappers but the specialists the kickers and the punters were frequently position players and that's where they came from in college as well. A lot of the good college punters and place kickers also played a position. And then, uh, as time evolved, you know, what started with like go and guys either? like that. Yeah. Um, you know, they specialized uh, in kicking. In on and on. And you had I, you know on. some of the punters that specialized in punters. So players like P- Danny White, you know, how Tim long this Kuba went? Kuba Mike, guys like that this is the
0: longest were, answer you know, I, think I think I've ever heard Bill Belichick give. He went at, nine
5: minutes, not nine
0: minutes on long snappers. Man, we're Cincinnati. Yeah, and he's still talking,
3: Mike. You know, yeah. the number of plays yeah. Yeah. that the game. This
5: is game a 9-minute answer just on the,
3: the what the long snapper should do. Awesome what is he even talking about right now? Just to
5: show off. Well, he's talking about how the evolution of the long snappers. Then he talks about how, you know, the how power. the flow that you have whether you have nine uh, guys on one, one side and this on totally the other, the coverage, you know, whether you should release them. He went on and on and on just to show off.
0: Mike,
3: just to show off. i still here. Away from the free guy on the back. He's still going 9 minutes. You know,
0: Mike, this reminds me of when I was in college and my professor would drone on, and then that's when I would just start sleeping in class.
5: <laughs> yeah, yeah. In the meantime, you got <laughs> broken hearts check. like Aaron Jones, man. Here's a guy <laughs> whose father passed away, you know, COVID last spring. Yeah, he wears tough. those ashes around his neck. He looked good, I thought, in that game the other night. Matter of fact, that pass that he caught from Rodgers for 75 yards, longest pass play of the year for the Packers. And now this guy's – and I asked him, You know, how can the Packers offense score on an opening drive and then you go 54 minutes before you can even score a field goal on this thing?
7: I can't really put my finger on it, but the first drive definitely gave us all a lot of confidence. I thought we were going to go down and score some more, just how easily we moved the ball and was able to put the ball in the end zone. But, you know, they make adjustments as well. Their coaches get paid or uh, their players get paid as well. And uh, I just think they, they did a good job of coming to play in the second half.
0: That was a much better answer than Bill Belichick's, Michael. I'll say that. We got to the point.
5: And then people wondering, you know, where was A.J. Dillon late in this game? Well, he was on a kick return team, and he got a helmet right into the rib cage, and he talked about what happened to him.
0: Yeah, I ended up uh, fracturing one of my ribs. Ooh. You know, it was tough. Never really, uh, knock to would, but really haven't had to deal with any injuries throughout my career at all you know the good news is it's nothing that'll ever affect me long term um, and I got time to let it heal obviously but um, it's really tough missing time always and especially in a game like that with that magnitude and in a game where you know I feel like I could have helped make an impact yeah that that definitely hurt the Packers and it makes me even more just insult the injury that had happened during the special teams
5: yeah and so after that score now it's 10-10 but you still got the, you're getting the ball back, and you've got 4.41 left to play at, at Lambeau Field in the snow with Aaron Rodgers. This is what he's been saying. If I could only get a home game, if I could only get a home game for these playoffs, okay. Mm-hmm. So they line up first and 10 from their 29, and John Runyon, the left guard, who did a really good job this year, he had over 1,000 snaps with no penalties, he gets called for an ineligible player downfield. They tried a short pass that was incomplete. And then Rodgers try then I don't understand this. You know that shootout you saw between Josh Allen and Patrick Mahomes. Yeah. What were they doing? Working the middle of the field. You know, it wasn't like they were so worried about time. And with four minutes left, you weren't worried about time. And here's Rodgers throwing these sideline passes to Devontae and to Randall Cobb through the snow. To me, those look like pick six just waiting to happen. But whatever, he only got a couple yards from Devontae, incomplete to Randall. And then the next ball – Devontae is downfield 45 yards streaking with double coverage. And I didn't see this until after I watched the tape. There's Alan Lazard over the G, wide open over the middle. And Rodgers doesn't throw to him. He throws to Devontae. So right after the game, and maybe this is the last time I get to talk to Aaron Rodgers, I don't know. They start the press conference and they call on me.
2: We'll start with Mike Clemens. Go ahead, Mike.
5: Not sure where to start. How about the the final drive? You're trying to find Devontae and Randall on the sidelines, the shot down the field. Um, what was most disappointing? When What were you up against in that final drive,
6: Aaron? Oh, I don't know. Uh, I should check the down on second down. And they brought a pressure. We ended up picking it up on third down. and probably had Allen on the deep end cut instead of, uh, you know, 50-50 ball for Dante there. So,
0: disappointing. Way to, way to end it for sure. Mike, yeah, you, you got called on right away, and that that was a good question. You know, it was the Helen Lazard wide open and Devontae, that hero ball. Ugh, it's just – makes me sad. So at
5: the end of the day, going into this game, you know, there was all this stuff about when's Bakhtiari going to be ready? Yeah, right now. Yeah, right. Yeah, and there were some of the folks in the media that kind of sounded like the kid in the back seat. They ask every five minutes, when are we going to get there? When are we going to get there? It's like, stop. Yeah. You know, they've, how many games did they win this year without Bakhtiari? Yeah. And, and, and that's just outside noise. But it got me to wonder, with what I saw on the practice field, Ebo was, was these questions about should we put in Zadarius, even though he hasn't played since, you know, he missed all the camp and played a few snaps, Against the Saints, should we really put this guy back in or should we stick with the people that got us? There? Right?
0: That's a... You know,
5: should we stick with Josh Nyman, who did a pretty good job at left tackle? Should we stick with, uh, you know, Lucas Patrick at center, who did a pretty good job there instead of bringing back the rookie, you know, Josh Myers, who's coming off a knee, who hasn't played in eight or nine weeks? Yeah. And so I asked, I asked Matt LaFleur, okay, so Billy Turner, now he's a veteran, but he's coming off a knee as well. Uh, I said, how many reps did Billy Turner get the last two weeks to get ready to play left tackle instead of right tackle against the Forty ers
7: Billy, I think we were optimistic early on, especially after David played in the Detroit game, that there was a good chance that David was going to play in the game. But you know, it it, it just didn't work out that way. So he didn't get. He definitely didn't get two weeks of of reps at the left tackle position. We felt comfortable with where he was at with the reps that he did get in regards to just basically practices last week, all at left tackle.
5: And then all the other d- decisions you had, you know, these other line offensive linemen, sure. linebackers, you know, Jair, you can see where he could come and play you know, a role in the game.
7: Yeah, that, that, those were all very, very difficult decisions because you think of all just, number one, you, you haven't seen these guys play in a while. So you're like, what is it? going to look like and then just how long would they be able to play how many snaps and just kind of the the trickle down effect that they have in regards to your entire roster the ramifications obviously that led to some of the stuff that happened on special teams so you, you look at everything you think about everything ultimately when you had the crew that we had coming back we just thought that they gave us so much as as positional players that it was worth the risk to take and you know I realized that whenever something doesn't work out it's going to be heavily criticized and rightfully so I mean we're we signed up for this we know what we're getting into and you better have uh, thick enough skin to be able to stand there and, and live by your decisions and Know that you, you ultimately try to do what's best, even though it didn't work out.
0: you got to have a thick skin. Mike, another season in the books for you, my friend. Before I let you go, I heard that uh, in the presser, Matt LaFleur apologized. Well, first he thanked and then apologized to the media for not getting it done. And all your times of covering the Packers, has a coach ever apologized for not getting it done?
5: No, and I, I think, though, that's why Matt is popular as a coach with those players because, you know, he's he's open and honest about that. But there's one other quick thing we found out, too. You know, in the Robbie Gold winning field goal by the 49ers, yeah. and the Packers had, what, only 10 men on yeah. the field? He admitted to us that there was a veteran player that was trotting out there, and the guys in the sidelines said, no, don't go out there. We've got 11 because oh, it's not God. Mo Drayton on the sidelines call. Some guy in the box is supposed to call it. The guy in the box counted only kind of
0: 11 players when Uh, there's actually only two. Mike, Packer fans, do you want Rodgers back? Yes or no because of the on-field issues, as Terry said, like the playoffs? Or no, I don't want him back because of the off-field issues? Well, Matt LaFleur is talking. Has he been speaking to Aaron Rodgers about his plans for next season? Rodgers said he's going to take some time. Think about it. Does not want to be a part of a rebuild. We'll get back to the salary cap here next segment Rowdy because Rowdy was crunching some numbers like he was Russ Ball last night Aaron Rodgers was asked or I'm sorry Matt LaFleur was asked about Aaron Rodgers his plans for next season here's uh, the head coach
7: Yeah, I, I sat down and talked to Aaron today for quite some time um, you know I think we're all a little numb to the situation right now and so um, I would say that what we talked about I'm definitely going to keep between himself or him and myself, but, um, you know, we're hopeful that he'll be back next year. Obviously. I mean, this guy has done so much for such a long period of time for this organization, for this city, for this team. Um, and so, uh, you know, I, I want to be respectful of his process, whatever he needs to go through to, to make the best decision for himself, and certainly uh, we, we would love for him to be a Packer and be a Packer until the day he, he decides to retire.
1: They're all in, Rowdy. Well, one, I'd love to be a fly on the wall of that conversation between those two. <laughs> right. And I got a couple of questions for you. One, who do you think's idea it was to draft Jordan Love in 2020? Goodies. we'll or say la, or one of one of three one of three people. Goodies, or we'll go someone higher than him, maybe like a, Mark, Mark, Mark Murphy's Murphy, dumbass, or Lafleur.
0: I think it was I. I think it, I'll give them the the nod to Brian Gudekunst. I'll give it to Brian Gutekunst. He, he saw 2018 and Aaron Rodgers struggling with the final year of Mike McCarthy, and he's like, I'm the GM now. I want to have my little imprint on the Green Bay Packers. I'm going to find the next Hall of Fame quarterback. I'll trade up in the draft to get him, and that's Jordan Love.
1: How about you? So you're going with Goody?
0: I'll give Goody the, the edge. Ooh, and Matt see, before signed off
1: on it, there's no doubt. I asked you the question because I, I don't know. I think I'll I, I give Goody the edge. I, I'm going to actually rule out. Mark Murphy and someone higher. But I, I don't know who it was between Goody and LaFleur because I remember it was those two Mark Murphy and, and kind of Russ ball. We call it the triangle, but yeah. Russ ball just kind of there. He's just
0: the, he's just the guy that has the abacus. Yeah. He's the, beans yeah, you're the
1: guy that just make this all work. Yeah. Count the beans. But doesn't it, doesn't it sound like when Matt LaFleur speaks and they talk about Jordan love that he's just like regretting everything yes. that they ever did Regarding Jordan Love in yes, that draft,
0: I get that vibe big time.
1: And he's like, "No, Aaron, don't leave us, please. Don't do it. Aaron. We screwed up."
0: All right, let's uh, see. Someone's on hold here. It's line one. Good morning, good morning. Who do we got? Hey, kid, how are you living? Oh, one second, Big Joe. All right, do you have any other questions, Rowdy? Uh, you had the one about Brian
1: Gutekunst. No, th- those were my those were or my uh, two. Just basically. Who do you think made this decision, and, and doesn't it sound like? I
0: think it was Brian Gutekunst being like, I want to put my stamp on the Green Bay Packers. You know, I've Someone got Brett Favre before me. Someone got Aaron Rodgers before me. I want to be the next guy in line to be that someone who got a Hall of Fame quarterback or someone to you know navigate the ship towards a LeVince Lombardi trophy. And Matt LaFleur was in on it. There's no well, doubt in my mind. Matt get, LaFleur signed off and said, yeah, let's do it.
1: To get to a lot of those positions, GM, MVP quarterback, a, a lot of them are going to have a lot of pride, or, or maybe some people would say ego. Mm-hmm. If I'm the GM, though, obviously all the people that get the credit for stuff are on the field. You know that going into the job, correct? Mm-hmm. Like, no one ever looks at the GM and says, "Man, that is the GM." They, no, they look at the field. Yeah, that's Aaron Rodgers. That's the Super Bowl champion Packers. Mm-hmm. Kind of like the same thing with uh, the the real Last Dance.
0: Michael Jordan and Scotty and and, and Scotty yeah. Pippen and uh, Jerry Jerry you
1: know, yeah Jerry but Krause that's, yeah that's what I'm saying Jerry Krause thought you know I'm the GM yeah. I'm this I'm the my reason team. why that this team it's is like, great Why does
0: Michael Jordan get the credit I should get the credit
1: when Jerry Krause could have walked down you know street in Barcelona and everyone would have just said There's another fat American but when Michael Jordan walks down the street, but when Michael like Jordan walks troll. down this street, like, hey, he's Michael getting Jordan. mobbed by millions of people. It's like that's God himself. That's who everyone realizes is, you know, the, the true champion, the true reason why they won. Yeah. Not the GM, but I, that's like one. If you're, if this truly was Brian Guttekun's decision and it wasn't like a LaFleur decision or it wasn't like the two of them were both good with drafting Jordan Love, this truly was, a, a goody decision because he had to put its stamp on his team. It's no yeah, longer this is my Ted this is my time to shine. Who was Air, it, it's kind of like check your ego and, and check your uh, mm-hmm. your pride at the door because when you have someone that's as good as Aaron Rodgers, can't you say you know what? Maybe I can just extend the legacy and be attached to him and and Ted Thompson and say we're going to go win another one, or maybe I surpassed Ted Thompson because we went two.
0: I think it's that. I think there's. I agree on that, but I also think there's a, like Rodgers is nearing the end of it. That 2018 threw a wrench into the, the future plans of Aaron Rodgers and the Green Bay Packers, right? Because he looks so, you know, for him, his standards, bad. And Goody's like, now's my time. Thank you, Ted, for getting Rodgers, but now's my time to put my stamp on the Packers and have that longevity of winning football. And that's why they got Jordan Love, I think. And now Rogers' is like, F you guys. Look what I'm going to do. Because what do we say about Matt LaFleur? Once Rogers is gone, LaFleur is probably going to stink. Don't we say that about LaFleur? Or well, people? Most likely. Yeah. And now Goody's like, okay, well, once Rogers is gone, I don't want to be viewed as someone who's stunking right off the coattails of Rogers. I'm going to have my own guy. Give me Jordan Love.
1: Yeah, Trade but- it up to get him. But when you do that, you
0: can't miss. And right now, he might have done a swing. Oh, was he on strike one, strike two?
1: And I mean, sometimes sometimes you'll get a second shot at it. A lot of times you don't. I mean, just look at Chicago. Pace had Pace selected Mitch Trubisky. It didn't work out. He's now a backup in Buffalo. And, they and Pace gave, is out of job. They gave him another shot with Justin Fields. And then it still didn't go too well. Now, granted, Justin Fields is a rookie, but he at least got two opportunities to draft quarterbacks. A and lot now of guys. Yeah, a lot of guys would have, if Mitch Trubisky would have walked, or I mean, they didn't pick up his option, he would have been done right there. Mm. But also, this goes back to the Bears being horribly run. Yep. Thank you, Virginia McCaskey. But I feel like. On a team where you have superstars like Aaron Rodgers, you have a GM. You can only have so many like egos or so many prides in the in the meeting at once. So Rowdy, and a lot of the times the player is going to take uh, take control there because oh. they're on the field.
0: Yeah, a guy like Aaron Rodgers can definitely take control. Now, Lafleur was asked the question: Does him, Goody, Russ Ball, Mark Murphy, do they have any influence? <laughs> oops, excuse me, on the decision of Aaron Rodgers coming back? Or not? Take a listen to what the head coach had to say.
7: Well, if there's anything I can do, I'll make sure that that I do that. Um, but ultimately, you know, he, like I said, he's got to go through his process and come to what, what he feels is the best decision for himself.
0: But LaFleur does say him, Ball, Goody, Murphy are all in on bringing Rogers back.
1: Remember how we were saying on Saturday at, when we did the event from the game? Mm-hmm. We were like, what other teams would Aaron Rodgers be able to go to where they have the draft picks and they have the players or they have salary cap and they're going to be competitive? I remember I joked about, oh, yeah, Tom Brady's mulling retirement. Maybe he finds his way to Tampa. Mm-hmm. And then you've had the the San Francisco rumor where, you know, Jimmy G's technically on his last year next year, but it's an easy out if they want to cut him. Yeah. And Trey Lance doesn't look ready. And that was one of the rumor teams to be asking around around trade day or uh, around draft day. And then all of a sudden, Denver came out of nowhere. They've been linked to Las Vegas. I had another one that I thought of. What do you think about Miami? In Miami? I mean, the GM already fired the head coach because of differences between Tua. Yeah. Now, the GM was the guy that said Tua is our guy. The the head coach was not. But if you can move like a, a Tua to Green Bay and not have to trade as many first-round picks, Miami's loaded are, with draft picks right loaded. now. Also, they're loaded they the with cap, salary right? caps, yeah, $70 million. Cap. Dollars. So not only could they afford to trade some some picks we'll and their decently high picks, but they have the money to spend around Rodgers. And oh, by the way, you get a healthy Devontae Parker and you get a healthy uh, Jalen Waddle.
0: Yeah, that'd
1: be nice. And Mike Gesicki. I mean, that's, that's a few pieces for Aaron Rodgers. I'm just thinking about some other places that well, fit that bill. Well,
0: when it comes to trading, though, right, we were talking about the Dolphins for a little bit. We were talking about some te- other teams that would make sense. So yesterday, it was a, a rumor, sources say, unnamed, that Nathaniel Hackett is going to be the head coach of the Denver Broncos, right? Like, that's what, that's what the scuttlebutt is. Nathaniel Hackett is going to be the head coach of the Broncos coming up, and therefore Rodgers will see you later. It was nice knowing you. He's going to team up with his buddy, the OC for the Packers right now, and a tab to be from unnamed sources, the head coach of the Broncos. Do you see that happening?
1: See, like when all these like sources were coming out with the 49ers, they were coming out with the Denver Broncos, the Las Vegas Raiders. That was all during the draft last year, and then the Denver Broncos became the prominent one. Out of all those different trades, I didn't really like the Denver Broncos, like some of the trades at that point. Now, and,
0: and my dude, Roger said he does not want to be a part of a rebuild here in Green Bay. Therefore, I'm thinking he does not want to be a part of a rebuild anywhere else.
1: Because they were talking about, you know, Jerry Judy and Bradley Chubb and some of those guys that are over in Denver. Now, since then, they, they drafted Patrick Sertan and some other players like that, but I... Some of the guys that were in on those trades, I wasn't really like the biggest fan of taking it to get rid of an MVP quarterback. I, to be honest with you, out of all the ones that that were proposed or supposedly proposed, I think I would probably go with the Las Vegas Raiders because Derek Carr, in that my opinion, hard. has been a good quarterback. I mean, he hasn't had much around him. We know that it's been a circus with the Raiders for a while. He's kind of that gunslinger. Where he's got a little Brett Favre in him, but he but he does protect the ball a little bit better here lately. I I would personally I like have him. to get back a pretty decent quarterback, or at least that'd be my front runner for a trade. Because right now I don't have much belief in Jordan Love.
0: No, I don't the same. So destinations and really quick before we hit break, I see a phone line blowing up one second. Destinations where Rodgers could potentially I don't and you don't think he's being traded, right? But is coming back another year.
1: If we're talking about places where it would not be a big time rebuild and they would and they would have some money and some draft capital, we're looking at Miami, we're looking at Pittsburgh, we're looking at Indy, Denver, Las Vegas, maybe Tampa if Tom Brady retires. Maybe San Francisco, but I mean, they just drafted Trey Lance, Yeah, maybe a swap with Russell Wilson. I'd honestly hate that. <laughs> I mean, th- you don't want nano bubbles? those are some of the only like real places that stick out like the Jets and the Jaguars. They have a ton of cap. Well, they're not going to trade for Aaron Rodgers. They supposedly have the guy that they think is going to be their next yeah. quarterback.
0: All right, we'll keep talking about Mike Clemens coming up at 9.30. First, uh, line one. Good morning. Who's this?
2: Ebo, it's Gavin. What's oh, up, my
0: man, Gav. What's happening, Broski? Two days in a row. We are so blessed.
2: Oh, uh, man. Well, I mean, we on, had bro? the debacle, and then we get dumped on a foot of snow, and now it's, what, negative uh, 10 degrees outside? Yeah,
0: t- apparently tomorrow with the wind chill, it's supposed to be like negative 32 or something like that.
2: Ebo, what are the uh, Isn't there the five stages again that we go through? Can you can you refresh my memory? The those five those stages of grief? Yeah. Is that what you're talking about, Gavin? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm file. trying to process where yeah. I'm at again this year. Uh,
0: denial, okay. Anger, hmm Bargaining, okay. Depression, yep. And then acceptance.
2: I think I'm somewhere between bargaining and depression. I, I think this thing is processing a little quicker every year, Ebo. I do I'm, ang-
0: I'm usually in anger. Yeah. I usually skip over the bargaining. I don't like the bar. <laughs> I, I'm just like anger, then night to depression, then maybe back to anger.
2: Hey guys, it's so cold this morning. My uh, AM radio is not working in my car, so I'm stream- streaming <laughs> on my phone, but I i have been listening recently here. Uh, where are you guys standing as of right now? Because now all we're going to hear about is, you know, is Aaron Rodgers going to leave or is he going to stay? How do you guys feel about that? Because I mean, boy, they're going to have to do a lot of cuts. And I was listening, Nelly, to what you were saying. And I think Rodgers has to absolutely take a uh, – he has to restructure his deal. That's a huge part of the pie. Well, that's
1: the thing. If he wants to be competitive, and yep. we've talked about Green Bay is one of the better places, especially of the places we just named that have the ability to p- potentially land them, you're going you're gonna to have some bare shelves. And this is going to be back to a 2015 to 2018 type roster where you have to be the man, and then you still get smoked – in a playoff game by a team that's clearly better, the only way that this team's going to be competitive and keep some of these players, Aaron Rodgers has to either restructure his contract or sign an extension and and mess with his money.
2: Well, and guys, I think the one thing that's guaranteed in all of this with whoever's going to leave and stay Aaron Rodgers, if he stays, it absolutely has to be a package deal with Devontae Adams, doesn't it? Yes. He's not coming back with what they have at wide receiver if Devontae leaves.
1: You mean Jawan Winfrey, Randall Cobb, who probably gets the ax, and that's oh Amari Rodgers,
2: if you consider mean, him a receiver? They'll restrict Alan Lazard, but, you know, that's a number three wide receiver. Yeah, I mean, figuring Devontae has to come back. Aaron Rodgers has to do something with his numbers. But, yeah, I, I just... Mm. uh it's tough, have you Gavin. some more calls, Ebo. I'm, I'm well, oh, Gavin, my you know the number. Here, so. You know the
0: number, and you're always welcome on these airways, my friend. Have a good one. Follow up We'll you see, brother. Good stuff. And stay warm, Gavin. Stay warm.
1: Not Can you me. read those stages again?
0: Yeah, the five stages of um, five stages of grief is denial, anger, bargaining, depression, and then acceptance.
1: I'm trying to figure out which one I stayed in the longest for that Brewers month long meltdown. Anger. I think it was between anger and bargaining.
0: Well, I don't remember you bargaining.
1: Well, I was angry that they weren't playing players and they weren't pitching guys and they were saving them and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. But then I tried to bargain. I think it was just straight anger.
0: I mostly just stay in either anger and acceptance. I bounce around there. Sometimes depression. It wasn't grieving. No, I don't deny it. It wasn't
1: denying because it was clear as day what they were doing. It was definitely anger. Anger, because you were watching it unfold, then you just wanted to scream. Because yeah, maybe a little bit of bargaining, and then what was the last couple? Depression, then acceptance. I don't ever get See, depressed because I'm not. It a wasn't wolf. depression because I was just, I was pissed.
0: I I, I bounced between anger and acceptance, I and I never and accept
1: it. So. <laughs>